This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. It is episode number 25 of the Rosie Report. Jim Rosenhouse along with you as we join you from Baltimore, Maryland. This is the regular season roundup Memorial Day weekend recap edition. So a lot to get to today. And it's been a good stretch for the Guardians after Monday's 5-0 win here in Baltimore as they took two out of three from the Cardinals over the weekend. And let's go back to Sunday. What has been a rarity this season, a walk-off winner for the Guardians, this time against the Cardinals. You've got great speed on the bases. Straw the tying run at second. Quan the winning run at first. Infielders play back, so obviously... The base runners get as big a lead as they want. Ramirez batting left-handed. The outfielders medium deep, a bit toward right. The 1-0 pitch to Ramirez. A swing and a line drive toward the gap right center. It's a base hit. It'll go to the wall. Strauss scores the tying run. Quad around third. He scores the winner. And a mob scene out of short. Jose Ramirez, a walk-off, two-out, two-run double, up the alley in right center. And the Guardians, with their second walk-off win of the season, stun the Redbirds in the ninth inning as the two walks come back to kill the Cardinal hopes. And then who else but Jose Ramirez comes through again with a walk-off two-run double here in the ninth inning. Cleveland gets the series win in walk-off fashion here today, 4-3. to three. Boy, and that really changed the complexion of that series as it did not look good. It looked like the Cardinals would take two out of three, but Jose Ramirez with the big base hit. And uh, that certainly provided a little momentum heading into the series in Baltimore against a very good Orioles team, second-best record in the major leagues coming into that series. Just a reminder, coming up later on in the show, we'll hear from Chris Antonetti, the president of baseball operations for the Guardians, as we'll get his thoughts heading into the Memorial Day weekend on where the team is at and uh, some of the needs that they might have in the days and months ahead as they try and hang in there in terms of the postseason race. But first, a look back at Monday's action. Logan Allen, tremendous 10 strikeouts, 7 innings, and a 5-0 victory for the Guardians. And after the game, Allen talked about getting deep into games and how important that is in this, his rookie season. Oh, no doubt. I, like I said last week, I think uh, I, with my last outing last week, kind of got in the same situation, didn't finish the outing well, so I was definitely happy about just finishing the outing a little bit better and finishing a little stronger. Go back to that uh, at-bat against Frazier in the uh, fourth inning. 
uh, McCann just doubled, mm -hmm. and you get ahead of him on two, and then he steps out, and you looked like you wanted him back in that box. <laughs> you were ready to go with that next pitch. Oh no! I mean, I'm I'm one of those guys that's always kind of ready to throw right back on the rubber. So you know, that's a big thing that the hitters are trying to do is take their time and try to get you out of your rhythm. But you know, I'm just trying to be as ready as I can for as soon as they do get in the box. I mean, it's big. It's, it's definitely a big confidence booster going into the next start, knowing that, you know, this is this is possible. This is capable of this. And it's just about staying consistent and executing pitches. And, you know, when we execute a game plan like we did today, we'll have a lot of success. When you look at your that much of a yeah, that much better stuff or you're just getting a little more accustomed to the game at this level or, you know you feel you know when you feel a lot better today or since you left out on a coast I would say I felt good but I felt good pretty much every outing so it's a little bit more just how the outcome go you know baseball's one of those sports where how the ball bounce that day how the guys you know just catch a ball so it felt good just to be you know it felt good but it felt good being able to get through seven and you know that's the biggest thing for me we know the cheat code is Cam Gallagher back there catching <laughs> So, you know, you walk Mullins to start the game, and he erases them you know, yeah. right away. Yeah, that's, that's big. That's huge. I mean, like I said, like I said outside, it, it, it set the momentum for the inning. Uh, it started getting us going with some cleaner innings, and um, you know, set the tone. Anytime we can get that leadoff guy out, even if he do, does walk, and you know, try to steal second, I think getting that first out is important. And you know, hats off to Cam for swinging the bat well today, calling a great game, Andre. and catching a shutout. Andre. Good contribution from a lot of. Uh, the offense, as Will Brennan had a big day with three hits, Cam Gallagher with a couple of hits, and also a caught stealing, doing nice work behind the plate. And he did it in front of a ton of family and friends who came down from eastern Pennsylvania to take in the series. About an hour and a half for me growing up, so you know, I'd go to some Phillies games in Baltimore. It's just a little bit easier to get in and out of, but you know, I came here watching Cal Ripken's, you know, as a kid, and you know, it's, it's awesome to come back here and play and have my family and friends there just to watch. It was, it was cool, special. So what's, what's more fun, coming coming through at the plate with your family here and in a couple other ways, or, or catching a, a game like Logan. You know, I, I, with the offense that Baltimore has over there, you know, my, my goal today was get Logan through, you know, six, seven innings, you know, and limit the damage, you know, because they're a great offensive team. Um, you know, that's first and foremost for me. You know, I know I'm not necessarily the, one of the best hitters, you know, and, you know, I'm just trying to put the bat on the ball and get guys in and move guys over and stuff like that. And I was fortunate enough to get a couple and drive a couple in today, but ultimately, you know, defense is. It's what I would want to do and take care of most, but the offense is fun too when it comes through. What was the most impressive thing you saw out of that kid today? His composure um, and being able to locate his pitches. You know, I kind of told him the game plan a little bit today and, you know, we're, we're locations we're going to have to go. And, you know, he executed everything amazing. You know, as, um, you know, after that first leadoff walk, you know, after that, he just pounded the strike zone and, you know, it was hats off to that guy. And, you know, that's the main reason why we won today. You, you mentioned, you know, just him going through that lineup. That is not an easy lineup to go through with what they've done so far. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's one swing of the bat, you know, it's, they have a lot of home runs over there, a lot of extra base hits, slug, and, you know, batting average. So, you know, with, with Logan today, you know, his, 
you know, he doesn't have a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, but he, he has a lot of deception with his fastball, and he's got four or five-plus pitches, and being able to throw him off the strikes and get ahead, it's, it's huge, especially with the lineup they have over there. They had a bad against Frazier in the fourth, I believe, but they got ahead of him 0-2, and it looked like he just wanted to get right back. You know, he stepped out, and he wanted right back in that box because he just wanted to go at him. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's you know, it's, it's fun watching him. You know, he's he's a competitor. You know, he's he's never phased, and you know, it's it's one thing that I kind of had a little emotion today too because I, I'm kind of feeding off each other, and you know, his composure, and you know, his you know, his wants to play and he wants to pitch and he wants to get everything he's got. You know, and that kind of fires me up, and you can kind of feel the, the momentum after after the first couple innings, and you know, it was lights out. I know it was early, but you did did you feel like it was a big spot there when you were able to get Mullins? trying to still second. Yeah, you know, I, him and Mateo, you know, they, they're their burners. Um, and we, we had a good game plan. And Logan, you know, he was real quick to the plate. Gave me a great, great chance to throw him out. And, you know, we're fortunate enough to get him. But, you know, he, he did a heck of a job holding runners on and being quick to the plate. And, you know, just giving me the chance. So some good stuff from Logan Allen and Cam Gallagher. And after Monday's game, Terry Francona talked about how impressed he was with the work of his rookie left-hander. I thought he was tremendous, you know. He had the two walks to Mullins other than that. And that's probably not the guy you, you know, but he pitched around it. I think he had 10 strikeouts. He used all three pitches, and he elevated his fastball and kind of got it past their barrel at times. He, he, he really pitched well. I just interviewed him. Does it impress you that he said the career high in the innings was more important than him than the strikeouts? Um, I didn't know that. You know, I... I Anytime we look up and somebody's pitching into the seventh, you're generally feeling pretty good. Um, but he's he's learning on the job, and he's doing a pretty good job of it. Seems like every time Cam Gallagher catches him, you see he has a good day at the plate and throwing behind it. I mean, Cam's done a really good job catching since day one. You know, today he chipped in with a couple hits. Of, you know, he used his legs. Um, but he, he, he played a really good game, and, and he always catches a really good game. How big is it he throws out Mullins yeah. in the first inning? Yeah, right? lets things kind of settle down as opposed to you're pitching out of the stretch and they got a runner in scoring position. I agree. Not to take anything away from Hosey defensively a day off for him, but to have Gabriel Arias come in there and make two really nice plays with his arm. He made the play down the third baseline, and then he made the diving play. He, he's a really gifted defender, and I think you can see why we try to be patient and get him at bats because as he figures it out, he's got a chance to be pretty good. Brennan at the plate after a tough day yesterday. Yeah, that was nice to see him bounce back really good because I know he was kind of feeling it. and That, that was good. With Logan, what do you, you know, you mentioned learning on the job. Is there sort of things you look for in a young pitcher to, to stay focused on when they're so early into their career like this? Well, I mean, it's kind of different probably every start, but I mean, typical things like you want to see them pound the zone and not beat themselves and just learn you know because you've never faced the Orioles before never faced never been here probably before but just compete don't back down and just try, keep trying to get better you're doing a really good job of that so the Guardians have won three out of four as they head into play on Tuesday night in Baltimore and then another game on Wednesday afternoon to wrap up the series before they head to Minnesota to take on the first-place Twins. 
As they headed into the Memorial Day weekend, the Guardians were battling to try and get back to the 500 mark. We had a chance to visit with Chris Antonetti, the president of baseball operations for the Guardians, and we talked to Chris about some of the struggles, but also some of the reasons for optimism for this team as they get deeper into the campaign. Well, there have been pockets along the way that have been uh, encouraging and optimistic. I think probably at the forefront of those is the way some of our young pitching continues to you know, step in opportunities at the major league level and find a way to contribute towards helping us win games. Um, and so that's certainly been a highlight of the early part of the season. And now as we look forward, we're hopeful that there are a lot more highlights that we can touch upon as, uh, you know, as, we, go, as we go forward from here. And certainly well-documented concerns uh, would certainly be the offense. And are you seeing some signs as they go through some things here in the month of May that, that are maybe a point toward a breakout? We are. I think what we're trying to do is just not lay the blanket on it and say, hey, this is a team-wide thing because there's very little to do about that. Instead, what we can do is focus on how do we help each individual player get better? What does he need to do to be the best version of himself? And then if more guys throughout the lineup are able to be closer to the best versions of themselves, collectively we will have a much better offense. So I give you know Alex Eckelman and Chris Valeka and Victor and Espo, they're working diligently every day with each player to think about how do I help him continue to improve and be closer to the best version that he can be. And you always hear sometimes that uh, you don't want to overdo it or, or try too hard in the game of baseball, but but I know you're always cognizant of balancing that, that hard work and some of the things you mentioned with trying to just let those natural talents shine through. And, and how tough is that balance when it's not going well? Yeah, again, this comes down to an individual level. Each guy might need something different, and if you think about that as a balance, right, some guys might need a little bit more, some guys might need a little bit less, and it, this is where having such great relationships that our coaches have with some of the players individually, they've got great insight into what a guy might need to help him get closer and get the work in that he needs to be or he needs to do to get closer to be the best pers- version of himself. You mentioned the young pitching. And you have two starters on their way back coming off of injury in Tristan McKenzie, Aaron Savali, and, and Tom and Tito have talked about it a bit, the importance of them being stretched out before they get here. Because of the, the progress that the young pitchers have made, is it easier to be patient with those two? Uh, in some respects, it might be. I think we always try to default of what is the, in the best interest of the individual pitcher or player long term and put the team interest uh, a little bit behind that because the last thing we would ever want to do is have a player come back too soon and you know compromise their health moving forward so we always prioritize that uh, certainly it helps as we look at a team level to have guys that are you know have come up and and done done well as uh, you know as we've waited for those other guys to return and you know over the course of the next few weeks we might have some difficult decisions to make but I think we would all welcome those types of difficult decisions and maybe the decision of like it's not evident that we have enough guys to either fill out a rotation or a bullpen. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Chris Antonetti after this short break. Welcome back to Guardians Warm-Up. Chris Antonetti joining us, the president of Baseball Operations. And Chris, uh, maybe off topic a little bit, I always like to maybe focus in on a, a player or two. And Gabriel Arias has, has made some nice strides here this spring. And can you maybe put into words for the fans how difficult it is for him playing as many different positions that he has in order to get playing time to, to be as successful as he has been and make some progress? Well, what we've asked him to do on balance is really difficult. So if you think about the path of most minor league prospects, especially some of the better prospects, they're used to playing every day in the minor leagues. And then in Gabby's case, he's not he does not have the, the everyday role up here. So he's had to learn how to become a part-time 
player and still be able to produce when he gets those opportunities. And to add to the layer of difficulty, not only are those opportunities a little bit fewer and further between, but they're coming at different positions that he hasn't played before. So he's trying to both learn a new role, not playing every day, while he's learning new positions. And we give him a ton of credit, despite how challenging that might be. He's actually made some great strides with with both his routine to prepare him to play and then what he's been able to do on the field in those different spots. And I think as we look forward, that gives him more opportunities to find his way in the lineup and contribute on the field. And here's a career infielder. What made you say, you know what, he'll be all right now out in the outfield. He'll be just fine. Well, Gabby's got great instincts. If you just watch him on the field defensively, no matter where you put him, even you know last year he hadn't played first base, and you look up at the end of the year and he's playing first base in a postseason game for us because of just how well he adapts. He's a really athletic guy defensively. He's got a great feel for the game. And so you know, we, a little bit of a risk, but we felt he was capable of going out to the outfield and um, – you know, and contributing out there and he's you know he's one of those guys that in BP is always out there and kind of mess it around and you watch him and you're like hey that looks pretty good let's maybe that's an option for us and the trade itself came during the COVID year so there is a different trade deadline and he was in the minor leagues which I imagine made it more difficult when you're looking for the added players the young prospects uh, do you remember the, the challenges that you had in, in identifying him as a piece? Yeah, that whole year was really challenging just because of the whole dynamic with COVID. But that's the benefit of having you know a really robust um, acquisitions group, both within the front office with the analytics that we have, but as importantly, the scouts that we have that are building up a history with those players. And you know we have scouts that know the Padres organization exceedingly well and Gabby's a guy that we've had interest in for quite a while. So in 2020, we weren't starting from scratch from him. We were really building on the history that we had. What made him stand out? His defensive ability has always been his calling card. He is, you know, you, almost anywhere on the diamond, his arm is probably among, if not the strongest, at the position you play him. He's got great instincts defensively, and he's got great, you know, ingredients to be a successful hitter. If you look at how his body moves, the way he can impact the ball. So, you know, if we can hopefully you know, put those ingredients together, and uh, there's a possibility it could be a really exciting major league player for us moving forward, both offensively and defensively. Chris, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Rosie. Thank you. That's Chris Antonetti, president of Baseball Operations. Stay tuned. More to come after this. That's president of Baseball Operations, Chris Antonetti, as uh, we covered uh, quite a bit with Chris, but uh, some interesting stuff there on Gabriel Arias, and he could be a key player going forward for this ball club. Well, that's going to do it for episode number 25 of the Rosie Report. Thanks so much for tuning in as always. We'll catch you again tomorrow for another edition as the road trip continues in Baltimore. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you as always for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 